Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, the year of our Lord, 2021. There you go. <laughs> it is currently 9.22 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And where are we first? We are in Hermosa Beach. I don't know what this park is called, though. Oh, isn't it just Hermosa Park? Maybe it's Hermosa Park in uh, Hermosa <laughs> Beach, California. Um, as Luke mentioned, it is March 3rd, 2021. Yes, sir. Uh, also, my father's birthday. Shout out to that man. Yes, shout out to the man who gave birth to you. How many is it? 22, 23 years ago. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, 23 years ago. He gave birth to me. The man who is in part responsible for your appearance into this world. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> bringing you into this reality amen so let's, let's get this party started right off the bat <laughs> we uh we have some news updates of course for all of our dedicated listeners of whom there are legions uh so we got the stimulus plan is finally cleared the house and is on the floor of the senate for debate and we know how our politicians work endlessly so right now they've gotten rid of the $15 minimum wage hike, which, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, 15, making businesses pay $15 minimum wage in like Arkansas, it's probably not going to be too... It's going to discourage. It's probably going to yeah. destroy their, yeah. <laughs> all the small businesses except Walmart. Yeah. Uh, so they got rid of that. And now it's, they've still got, they're still promising $1,400 direct payments to anybody making less than 100000 And Bernie Sanders, along with three or four other senators, is urging Congress to include a, a, a section within this stimulus plan that will promise recurring payments, mm-hmm. recurring direct payments. So realizing his, hope, I mean, in, hopefully in his, his, his mind, the, the long-awaited goal of creating this universal basic income, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. But unlikely to pass through the or the Republicans who have... Jump through all the hoops, you know. Who have, who have launched a fierce campaign to try to eliminate as much of this money that's going to the American public as possible. Uh, and so, yeah, the debate rages on. I guess we will see by, hopefully by next week, that this, this plan will go through. Everybody who hasn't filed your taxes... Uh, for last year, you need to file taxes. Please do so immediately. Um, just so that you, I mean, everybody everybody listened to this probably already qualifies for the direct payments, but <laughs> <laughs> if you make more than 100, uh, then... If you make more than 100K, you don't even need to listen that's to That's right. You're doing things <laughs> you need, right, right? You don't need to listen to these fools. All right. Yeah. So we got the economy is rebounding. Uh, <clears throat> stock market's doing good. Uh, oh, is it? Well, oh, is it? Not some, for everyone. On some days, for some people, uh, in some climates. In other words, it's doing terribly. But <laughs> so, As I mentioned before, Luke, there's no such thing as a bad investment. There's either a really good returning investment or a really long hold investment, you know? <laughs> One right. way or another, it's you, a great you investment. You either make money in the short term or you lose money in the long term. Yep. And you wait until it evens out or you die before that. Oh, boy. In other news, though... The economy, I mean, speaking, I mean, you know, in real terms, the economy is slowly opening up. I mean, there are some governors, primarily Republican governors, who have basically thrown every, you know, thrown aside all these, all this COVID. They uh, have eliminated the uh, mask mandate in uh, in states. Texas. Texas. Governor Abbott. Minnesota. Oh, probably. Minnesota. And then one more. I can't remember. Uh, But we know that Governor Abbott has has promised <laughs> yep. to remove all restrictions starting next week. Yep. Everything's returning to normal. Yep. I guess 
The beautiful thing about living in this be- in this amazing country that we know as the U.S. that we call our home is that everything's compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like every state is its own little petri dish. Of and course. I guess we're gonna see what happens with Texas with that research. If it works, experiment right. If it works, hallelujah. If it doesn't, thank God it's just them. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but of course, we, we we earnestly hope that it's gonna work out for them because I don't know how much longer we can take of this confinement. But schools are slowly reopening. Yep. I mean, kindergarten through third grade has already returned to school in the L.A. County. Um, and so likely high schoolers will return definitely by September. They'll be back in their classrooms. By fall. Possibly yeah. even by, by the, before the end of this school year, before the end of June. So That's almost a lost cause at this point. Strong, it's already March 3rd, you know. There's a strong chance that they'll return. I mean, we're all, we're all banking on that happening. So... Yeah, so those are some some news updates. Oh, and we know by May is our projected time that uh, President Biden claims we will have enough vaccines for everyone, correct? Yeah, so they're saying... By end of May? End of May? What did we say? What percentage of Americans have been vaccinated? At least for the the first dose? 30, 40%? 30%? No, no, it was like 18%. It was lower. Um, It was like eight... It was around just under 20%. It was like a hair under 20. The news was speculating, okay? Relax. Who've gotten their... First dose, at least that's what it was about a week ago. Um, so hopefully by yeah by May, most Americans will have access to it. So we got those updates out of the way. Ferris, you had an interesting encounter at one of the comedy clubs in LA. Would you like to? Not a comedy club, actually. Oh. Uh, it was Please, a tell. restaurant and bar. Pray tell. Oh uh, well, I like to see that you know the way you're treated in a social environment isn't contingent on, uh, as the kids these days, they call it clout. It's not contingent on your, on your popularity, your fame, your clout, you know? And we saw a great example of this last weekend when we went to a restaurant and bar in WeHo or West Hollywood, Luke, if you didn't know. (laughs) Oh my gosh, these abbreviations. Uh, And we saw, we, we actually got a table extremely fast, extremely fast. Uh, we were hopping to another place, chilled there, and then we came right back. 15 minutes, we got a table, right? Right. Insane concept. We, us three males, got a table really quickly. We got a great table, great space, blah, blah, blah. Um, 10 minutes later, <laughs> a famous crowd parks themselves next to our table. And what do you know? The place starts pack- getting more and more packed. It's like 10 p.m. at this point, right. and uh, there's a line piling up outside, and they're starting to turn people away because, as you know... When it gets later and later, there's going to be more people coming in, right. trying to hop bars, restaurants, whatever you yeah. want to call it these days. Um, but capacity stays maxed. Obviously, they want to get all their revenue. Right. But they also tell them, hey, most people won't get back up until closing. You know, So there's no point in really taking a number or taking a name yeah. for another table. But it's nice to see that. Even with that, you know, it's full aspected. There was no limit on how long we could stay. There was no mistreatment of any tables near us because there was other average people, I'd assume. But I like to see that it wasn't contingent on, hey, there's famous people outside and we need tables. We need to make something happen. I like to see that everyone's treated equally in that aspect, you know. And it it reminded me that, remember, everyone's just human, you know. And... You know, that, that's all we can hope for, that we're all treated as humans, correct? Treated equally. Exactly. Brother, this is the country to do it. I mean, that Lord knows that we don't treat everybody equally, but that is the goal to which we aspire, right? Yep. yep. Yes, sir. Thank, thank you for giving us a short summary of that, of that episode. 
But yeah, it's it's good to see that comedy clubs are reopening. Another it, thing again, it wasn't a comedy club, okay. <laughs> but that reminds us we will be going to one. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're really excited, aren't you? With on the subject of things <laughs> reopening, okay. School shootings have resumed. Oh. Uh, yeah, there was another one in Arkansas, I believe. Uh, two injured, one dead. Um, About a, a few days ago. A few days ago, yeah. Gotcha. Unhappily, the uh, with kids returning to school. Um, this is now resurfacing this this chronic issue that we've been facing in this country since Columbine. So uh, it's tough. That is, that's tough. Like on the one hand, yeah. you want kids to go back, but 2020 was the first year where we didn't have school shootings. Like I think last March or last sorry last April was the first April where there wasn't a single school shooting in the country since like nine like two thousand something like one or something two thousand two. Well, it, they were closed. Yeah, they were. All the kids were home. On the one hand, on the one hand, kids going back is horrible. Be, yeah. With kids at home, they've already shown demonstratively that rates of abuse, child abuse, rates of uh, depression and anxiety, anxiety suicide, yeah. suicide have gone up. Yep. With mental health in general has taken a huge fall. Nosedive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good that kids are returning to school. On the other hand, uh, there is this regrettable um, incidence of school shootings that has now spiked again, and will yeah, likely, and health health risk of yeah, course, yeah, and will continue to increase likely as the as the months as the months drag on. So remember, one of the biggest things we also saw was we almost never heard about the flu or any outbreaks of the flu at all. Right. What the mask the is very effective in limiting the flu as well. Yeah. Yeah. And our, you know, our closures were really effective in keeping the flu away. Yeah. And, you know, that, that almost became extinct right now. Did anybody, you know? anybody actually catch the flu this year? I don't know. I just know it was extremely low. There was one mention in the news mm. with COVID and this and that and all the precautions we've taken yeah. with the mask with the closure, six feet, right. all of this has helped eliminate mm. the flu. Mm. Okay, makes sense. A huge yeah. scale. Americans have taken their hygiene to new levels. Exactly, exactly. Levels you know, sanitizing tables in between right. patrons, right? What a concept, right? Now it's, it's a standard, it's, it's right? It's that we didn't do that before, huh? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we, we're surprised how the COVID f- flew through our country so quickly. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like, a wild, like a brush fire in Death Valley. Yep. Yep. Oh boy. So yeah. So school shootings have resumed. Um, so, and it's it's tough. It is a tough. It is a tough issue that accompanies the the necessary return to school. Right. Yeah. So it's it's tough. You can only hold certain things at bay for so long before they re, you know before they rear their ugly heads again. Speaking on this, I mean, staying on the subject of violence. Um, not for too much longer. We're, I was listening to a podcast uh, with, um, oh, one of Joe Rogan's episodes with this documentary filmmaker about uh, portrayals of violence in cinema and video games and how desensitized we've become to both. Gotcha. Okay. And, how, uh, and how the debate, there's a still an ongoing debate among psychologists. Like psychologists aren't, aren't even, aren't, don't even have a consensus about whether video games actually do like violent video games in particular incite aggression or whether it's the competitive nature of video games because i've seen studies pointing to both i've yep. seen studies when i was when i was when i was studying psychology in college 
they showed us two different studies and they were both like attacking each other. Yeah. I, were, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, right. Yeah. And one was saying it's the, the competitive element and the other one was saying, no, 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 it's actually the overt like displays of violence yep. that yep. is inciting this aggression within youth. And it's, since there's no consensus, it's hard to say, like, because they were, the, the first study was like, well, you see, there's like this Tetris game that we made up and we gave to kids and we noticed that their levels of aggression went up. Because not even because it was a violent game, but just because they were so competitive. It's kind of remember like with Flappy Bird, that when that game came out and people started saying that they were getting suicidal because they couldn't like win the game. Yeah. Because just of that, the addictive nature of the game. Even though there was nothing violent about it. Exactly. It's just a bird that's like dodging through like pipes and stuff. Yeah. It's definitely that competitive aspect. But even with video games of violence, now that you bring it up, uh, I've seen the research behind. Oh, it makes it makes uh, kids more aggressive versus right. it takes away that aspect because they're letting it all out. That's an, so I've seen both yeah, yeah. both ends in that aspect too. Yeah. What do you think? What do you like in your experience? Uh, I mean, we grew up with video. It's games. very much so dependent on the individual, because I yeah. feel that if this is their outlet, it's their outlet. Versus if it's their introduction, it's an introduction mm-hmm. to that environment. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say with uh, games like uh, GTA, Call of Duty, yeah. extremely violent or um, Criminal, if you will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and those are just tip of the iceberg. Like the new games coming out these days are insane. What like, is it that the 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 punk, the punk one? Steampunk one? No, the the punk cyberpunk. Maybe the the newest one that came just came out. Yeah, the massive, maybe massive multiplayer like world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one, the cyberpunk yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, I heard so many different things about that one. That's. I mean, that's not even that violent. Like compared that's creative. To, Whoever came up with all that yeah, is sure. creative. Compared wow. to the, compared to some of the other games coming out, like sometimes I I'm on YouTube and I stumble across like a video game. I still follow a lot of these. I mean, video game walkthroughs mm-hmm. like like channels because I, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of them growing up. But the, the walkthroughs for the games that are coming out these days is like like a another level of creativity for violence yeah. um and it's hard to say and another thing that 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 really is suspicious for me i was re i was listening to another podcast where there uh, it was a, i think it was the freakonomics podcast mm-hmm. and they were discussing um the role of corporations and misleading the public by financing research studies showing like coca-cola for instance paid millions of dollars for research to to shift the blame for heart disease and diabetes away from sugar and to fat onto like dietary on like onto like nutritional fat mm-hmm. like they they paid these researchers to find that or to publish findings that stated that the that the cause for diet type 2 diabetes or like that that sugar was actually not contributing to type 2 diabetes and instead it was fat yeah so trying to shift the blame away from it yep they paid millions, they shelled out millions of dollars. And like, this is all like available for this mistruded um, research. Right, right. It's, it was completely fabric. I mean, it was kind of rooted in some science, but like they massaged the, the data as, you, as, we, as we all know. As um, we all like to they do. They cut corners. As we all like to do. So I sometimes wonder if some of these, of course, not putting into question the integrity of any specific psychologist or researcher but i sometimes wonder if there is that influence here in this industry or in the psychology arena so to speak uh, of this 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 pressure by certain video game companies to uh to produce uh research that supports the idea that no that video games aren't or violent video games aren't the cause behind 
like the obsession with violence among children. Mm -hmm. American children have in excessive, I would say, like in, at least to me, it seems like we have an ex excessive obsession with violence, like more than many other cultures that I've or many other countries that I've been in. Mo actually, I, I can't really think of any other country that I've been in that has a higher obsession with violence than we do. Like, we, there's no... Do you say that based off the video games, based off, like, UFC, boxing, blah, blah, blah? Things everything, of that, Like, where, where do you... Like, our obsession with, like, the military, our, accept, our obsession with violent film, violent video games, with mm -hmm. guns. Uh, Those are considered action. Like, like action yeah, films. Yeah. And, and like, well, yeah, like combative sports, like boxing for and UFC, for instance. Yeah, and yeah. of course those are, those are global things. So that's, that's, that's one, that's, that's not really that big of, that, that big of an issue, at least to me. But do you think they, I mean, I think that there is a, I think there is an unhealthy obsession with violence in the U.S. amongst, amongst youth. I think it's definitely overlooked because if we dive deeper into it, you know, we don't see that same, uh, same set of factors in other cultures right and it yeah. comes out it it permeates everything like everything that we do like subconsciously like these things are seep into our subconscious from a young age and then they just come out like we don't even notice how this affects us right yeah yeah like if you if you grow if you grow up with this violent mindset or this mindset that's filled with violence you're more likely to be more antagonistic mm -hmm. towards others you're mm -hmm. more likely to be more uh combative more you're more likely to have more animosity towards others yeah instead of peaceful resolution you might want to squash the bastard who's who's yeah. getting in the way of your of your goals and dreams yeah so it's just taking a different approach at life when faced with conflict or a hard situation maybe yeah of some sort and you know you you take that other route right yeah yeah and yeah. we don't notice that's what actually shaped us back when we were developing more yeah. so developing than we are now right because we're a bit older now but it's almost it's almost identical to how what you th what you learn in school about the history of the united states affects your political beliefs right and you might not even notice how it does but it does i mean some people yeah sometimes it is easy to notice but other times you just you like your perception of like the history of this country or the history of your family affects how you think about the future and about the present right definitely definitely so it is an interesting it is an interesting discussion um, that I don't think we're having enough of in this country um, but what about songs what do you think about like songs and and violence and in this is something interesting remember they remember when they were trying to ban uh, when people were trying to ban that song um, like that Christmas song, like the one where like the guy is like trying to keep the girl at or keep the girl at his house, like in the snowstorm outside. Like, baby, it's cold outside. Remember that song that it was like yeah, yeah. it caused such a fear among the uh, um, among people on the left. I don't recall because people were like saying that it was like a really rapey sort of song. Yeah, yeah, trying to keep someone at your home. Right, right, yeah. Leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, people got uh, really, really upset with that song. Uh, maybe it was because it was played alongside other other family friendly Christmas songs, which I understand. But you see, like it's interesting how we don't have that same sort of outrage when it comes to other violent songs. Like, I mean, it, it's it's not even even a single song category, but there's violence in so many songs, yeah, violent yeah. themes. 
drug abuse, alcohol abuse, domestic very, abuse. Very common topics for for songs and and lyrics. But do you think that do you think that influences the way you think? Definitely, I feel like it definitely makes uh, not for myself, but it definitely makes uh, like drugs and alcohol and the misuse of them seem cool and hip and mm-hmm. that's you know you mix this with this to get some better yeah. drink right yeah. something more powerful something more trippy you know and it's uh it's almost like you know it's it's inspiring but at the in the wrong in the wrong fashion yeah. right yeah because it definitely makes that it, it almost romanticizes right yeah. the misuse yeah. of of narcotics or whatnot you know, try yeah. what's in your medicine cabinet. That's yeah. your parents' medicine cabinet. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah, right, right. You know. You, you know. Yeah. You think it? I mean, it is. Uh, yeah. Do you I, feel like? I agree with, you no, feel, no, no. I agree with you. I agree with you. Actually, there was a a, a study uh, commissioned by the Texas Department of Public Health, mm-hmm. and they were trying to identify the effects of violent song lyrics mm-hmm. on behavior, mm-hmm. on your outlook. And they did this really intricate study where they gave study participants the lyrics of violent songs. Mm -hmm. And then they changed the melody to be more like like a violent song lyric with like a really upbeat melody. And then a violent song lyric with a less upbeat melody, like a sad melody or like an aggressive, like an aggressive melody. And they did the same with song, like a good lyric, like like positive lyrics. Mm -hmm. And they found that independent of the, like the sound, the melody whether it's like metal, like hard metal, or whether it's like smooth jazz, the words, the violent lyrics affect how you think about different situations that you're presented with. Like, you, they, the way they tested it, it was interesting. They would have like two letters, they would, like H and T, and then they have a space. And after you listen to this violent song lyric, with this coupled with whatever melody, they would ask you to fill in the, the, the blank. Okay. So you see the letters H and T. What's the first letter that comes to mind? H. No, H and T, and there's a blank. What do you fill the blank of? A. Okay, hat. So, but that's because I'm thinking about the alphabet. No, but that's the you. you, They they ask you to complete a word by filling in the missing blank with a letter. Okay. So people like they for using that word for instance, people who are listening to violent song lyrics. Right after they would finish li- listening to the song, they were presented with a random word with a missing letter, w- with a missing uh, letter, yeah. And they would be asked to fill in the blank, and they would put, like, I, like, hit. Oh, that's what you're implying. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they found that people But was were, it words that were used in the song? No, 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 yeah. They were careful not to include any words that were used in the song. Okay, okay. So Very smart. Whereas, like, people who were listening to the positive song lyrics, the first, wor- the first letter they came up with was, like, A. Okay. Or O, like hot, hat or hot. But the people who are thinking, who are listening to the violent lyrics, their first letter was I. So hit, okay. So And they didn't include any of these words hot, hat, hit in the right. music. No, that's right. That's right. Ne- never in the lyrics, never. right? It was like, that's very, it's very well planned. Really wow. interesting, really interesting study. Very good. Wow. So they've, yeah, that's, I mean, hats off. You wouldn't me. even think that people listen to all the lyrics because a lot of people can mumble the lyrics, but they don't actually know what the lyrics are. Because not a lot of people will look yes. up the exact lyrics and know how to yes. articulate each word that is actually sometimes uh, skewed with the, the rhymes, right. per se, right. or maybe just with the slang, 
you know, it, sometimes the words are yeah are yeah. mispronounced, right? Right, dude. So m- many people don't even know the lyrics, but obviously, if if this holds true, this this experiment proves that people actually do listen to the to the lyrics, or that and they understand. Yeah, them. yeah. Or and you're not even paying attention. You might exactly, not even, exactly. But it seeps in, right? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. It is the fact that, crazy. that it, you still assimilate some of this when you're listening to it, even if you're not paying attention. That's why. That's why I'm like I, lately. I've been, I've been, I've been looking at the songs in my, uh, <laughs> in my Spotify playlist. And I've been, I've been trying to f- like. I've noticed that like, yeah. I mean, we have, we already know this, right? Because like, when you're in the gym, you play a certain type of song, right? You're not listening to classical music. Well, okay, though, of course there are people. Some of yeah. Yeah, but, but typically. You listen to, you have a special playlist for, yeah, something hype, something aggressive. When you're studying, you're listening to something in particular. When you're partying, you're listening to something. Sure, sure, yeah. When you're getting intimate with your special other, you're listening to something else. You listen to Marvin Gaye. (laughs) So, uh, it's, it's, we all, we know that. Each song does set a mood or each type of music sets a mood. Sure, sure. And what this study has shown is that it's. The lyrics function independently of the music. That's that's crazy. That alone is right? crazy. So you might be you think list- that people actually understand, yeah. listen, and everything. So you might be listening wow. to give me give me like a, a violent song, for instance. Like uh, you might be listening to like N.W.A. to the to the tune of I don't know, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, but you're st- it's still going to affect you, right? It's, in the same way, yeah, as if you were listening of the of the background, independent of, of the song, of the melody, of the wow. melody, right? That's crazy. It's 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 unbelievable, man. It's it's wild. Crazy how the human brain works. Right? But all of this just points to how vulnerable we are to, or how vulnerable our minds are to outside. To the, yeah, to the input. to the various inputs, right? To the various forces that are trying to bombard our subconscious. This is what marketing agencies do the best. Oh, no. Oh, boy. The best psychologists in the world they are really aren't good. at Harvard. They are on Madison Avenue finding new ways to sell you soap and, yep. uh, and Twinkies. They really are. And, and new McDonald's yep. burgers. They're hired by Disneyland <laughs> to make sure you stay and spend right. $8 on a bottle of that's water. That's right. That's right. They get you. And that's that's, that's a completely... 90% of it's unco- subconscious, science. right? So it 90% is. 90% of it's it subconscious. They're go. just like... Act, they're just... Pressing your buttons, buttons that you don't even know. That exactly, are there. you don't even know. You don't even know. That's how they it's do. It's hitting yeah. you. Isn't that crazy? It, it's crazy, bro. They're reeling you in without even trying. No, they're trying a lot, bro. Are you kidding me? They're... No, without actively trying. It's it's passive items like uh, Disneyland with the the way it's uh, formatted. When you're coming in, right? You remember how we got that explained? The angle of how the buildings look. It looks really close and easy to get into Disneyland, but extremely far. And harder to get out of Disneyland. There's a science behind oh, how, how yeah, it's structured, yeah, the yeah, layout. Yeah, uh-huh. There was something about the stores, which stores are pointed at which direction. I actually heard that c- some casino designers actually yep, took lessons yep, from casinos the exact from same Disney thing. World. <laughs> it looks all bright and everything, right, but right. then when you're trying to leave, it's all dark, ominous. It's negative energy almost, yeah. and you just don't want to leave. Keep you then. in Wonderland forever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, how they, that's how they reel you in. It's those kind of things that that really scare me. That's you know? crazy, huh? To think, uh, you know, you want to leave, but yeah. you personally can't leave. Leave. That's that, the scary part. But the thing, the where I was saying is like that takes a lot of effort to know how to design that sort of thing. Definitely, but they're not putting in effort actively to reel you in. They set it up, and now they're just like, it's going to work its own magic on you, as long as you fall prey to this system. Yeah, 
That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. That, it is wild, huh? Yeah. And, like, the fact that they have a parades, like, every hour. Yeah. It's like, I've, I was reading how, how that design keeps, like, it, it, it disorients you. Because, whereas, like, if you had one parade... So you could like keep track of time. Yeah. If you have a parade every single hour, yep. you just you're disoriented. Yep. You lose track <laughs> of time. Those bastards. Like, yeah, 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 as yeah. much as I love Disneyland, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. gotta give or it to the them. fireworks. The fireworks as well on oh. on the Friday nights. Blah blah blah. It's just those little things that that keep you there. Yeah. It's like how casinos don't have windows or clocks. Yup. Yeah. And there's yeah. free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Yeah. It is. It is certainly wild with uh, what all it this. It is crazy. Yeah. The design. How urban design, how psychological design yeah. and manipulation, subconscious manipulation, yes. really plays a, an important role in, in our day-to-day. And is very dangerous and scary. Oh, jeez. Wow. Speaking of dangerous and scary, I was, li- I was listening to an, another interesting podcast about uh, this study co-written by a University of Chicago economist named John Donahue and... A Stanford economist named Stephen Levitt, they published a study about the connection, the causal relationship between the legalization of abortion and the reduction of violent crime in the United States between the years of 1991 and 2001, which saw a 30% reduction in crime, the highest reduction since prohibition ended in the 1930s. So... They found, actually, it was such an interesting study. They got so much flack for this. They found that, uh, that kids born in 1975 were significantly less likely to commit crimes than kids born in 1974, which is when... 1975 was when Roe v. Wade was, legal, when mm-hmm. was passed and abortion was legalized. They, just, they found even within the span of two to three years, the rate of violence among youth declined. Because mm-hmm. abortions started making up at that time at the height of abortions, they were make abortions like uh, the ratio between abortions and, and and successful births was like four to one. It was like it was or sorry one one to four rather. Okay, it was something crazy like that. It was like near like twenty to twenty five percent of all pregnancies were ending up in abortion, right? Mm-hmm. And it's actually called like this factor is called unwantedness. Um, it measures the parents reluctance or inability to nurture and bring a child or raise a child right and so they found so that those kids who were born in 1975 when they were when the 90s came around they were adolescents right mm-hmm. and since most of the kids who were born were born to families that support that that could support and want and most and on the whole wanted them right mm-hmm. that they were less likely to commit crime so wow. that that's another interesting another interesting study, and the the two researchers caught so much flack for this. They actually got death threats, more death threats from the left actually than from the right. They got more death threats from leftist groups because they were they, these groups were accusing these researchers of like promoting like you like eugenics eugenics and like trying to like yeah. sterilize you know or like like target specific racial groups. But it's interesting uh, about the issue of abortion, which is really, really tricky, right? I mean, it's, this is one of those eternal discussions that we're going to have in this country and probably the rest of the world as well. Yeah. Where you, it's, it's, it's so tough, right? Definitely. For everybody involved. But I thought it was an interesting study. What, what are your thoughts? 
this is the first time I'm hearing about this, but wow. So the research pointed that if this this idea of unwantedness is uh, minimized with uh, with abortion right. being legalized during this time, yeah. we had a decrease in criminal activity. A 30% decrease. And there's no other factors that could have... So this know, is the interesting thing about all of the studies up until then had pointed to like, oh, better policing, like, you know... Uh, just better government practices, like more jobs, successful, mm-hmm. con- but none of those things like independently or like none of them, those things stood, stood up to like rigorous analysis. Like yeah. after they, after they did multiple regression models, they found that those things were insignificant. Right. So the, the, the percentages were, were negligible compared to this 30%. Yeah. Well, gotcha. No, no, not the 30, 30% is reduction in crime, but this, they found a strong causal relationship between this, between abortion and reduction wow. in crime. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Because if anything, I mean, the, 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 there was an escalation in like the, the, the wars like on, on poverty and drugs. And we also had started, we're starting wars overseas as well. Yep. And there was like, there was the economy actually went down during the nineties as well. So all of these things should have been, you know, predicting or pr- should have been producing more crime, but instead it was, there was less. Yeah. Crime. We had the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wow. an interesting, interesting study I came across. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Um, speaking about what's going on in other parts of the world, uh, our two old friends, China and India, have been going at it. Have you seen the videos? I have not. So on the border of India and China, Chinese and Indian soldiers have been engaging in skirmishes with one another without guns. They've been beating each other with bats, with like, oh. like something like out of a like a street gang war. They would like wrap these bats with like barbed wire and like nails and rusty nails. Are you serious? Yeah, and they like I've going at it. Them. There were a bunch of skirmishes like last summer, and like over sixty soldiers were killed. On oh, sorry, on both sides. But they were very strict not to involve guns. Okay. Because that would lead to war. Gotcha, gotcha. So like somehow they 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 were like. If they beat the hell out of each other, that's not war. But if they shoot at each other, but the same same results were, you know, people are gonna die. Yeah, right, right, right. But less people died than 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 if they used guns. Than they if they pulled out all the stops. Uh, that is a really volatile area, like the India, the Pakistan, border. China, Russia, like that that triangle of death mm-hmm. <laughs> of or uh, that triangle of tension. Mm-hmm. Is uh, so those those borders are are very volatile, like our stock market. <laughs> Let's just say it keeps go- it goes up one day and down the next day. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, isn't it? That's that's wild, right? Like in the twenty first century, like we have nuclear weapons, drones that can kill you. A ma- you got drone operators killing you a, a world away, and then you got these two the two biggest nations on the planet just beating brawling. <laughs> Brawling, just like brawling a school, the border. a schoolyard brawl. Okay, border so, brawl. I guess it's a little bit more intense than the schoolyard brawl. Yeah, but they, it's a bit more thought out with the, with the weaponry as well. Dude, they literally like sticks, sticks with barbed wire wrapped around, Ugh. and they're beating the hell out of each other. What kind of, I guess, release do you think this provides? Because like it's it's like this debate over like the border. Yeah, they 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 can't agree on the border here. And do they the advance same, on each other's land, or like yeah, what's the point of this? It's pretty much the same that's happening. It's the same issue that's happening between Pakistan and India, who also don't agree on the border. 
um, why, why they have skirmishes all the time. And uh, with the Kashmir region that's caught in the, in the middle. Gosh, that's crazy. But it is it is wild. Last thing, that's of course, scary. any of us needs is a, is a war between those two countries. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully diplomacy prevails. Hope you're not planning on traveling to India anytime soon. Because that might be uh, a little bit more explosive than you uh, than you might think. Yeah. Wow, I hadn't I hadn't heard about that either. Yeah, it's crazy. You're really getting all these abstract talk abstract <laughs> topics out here. That's right. So let's talk about Lady Gaga. Oh. Please, Ferris, enlighten the audience about what happened to our beloved cultural icon. What about a week ago? She had her dog walker walking her two. What were they? French bulldogs. Two Apparently French bulldogs. In high demand. High demand. Apparently, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that part in just a moment. But she has two French bulldogs at her. Once again, Hollywood residence, Hollywood, California residence. What those in SF? Oh, this is in Hollywood. Yeah, this is at her oh, Hollywood. Okay, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, right, right, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll no, no, recall right. exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, so Hollywood residence. Uh, the dog walker was walking the dog around the street, and uh, he was shot once in the chest and one dog was grabbed by the leash or something i saw on a ring video uh that was uploaded to abc7 la um and then the other one had ran away and uh following this lady gaga released uh released a, a notice all she wants is her two french bulldogs back unharmed and she would pay five hundred thousand dollars no questions asked, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was no mention of the dog walker at this point, uh, other than he was shot. Um, no other mention of that. <laughs> and then her father comes on the next day saying, just return the dogs. There's so many weirdos in Hollywood area, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, we just want our dogs back. It's almost like there was like two kids who were kidnapped. <laughs> yes. And uh, my concern was obviously for these beloved animals but also for the for this man who ended up in critical condition and just recently today or yesterday in the chest Mm. and um just i believe yesterday yesterday or two days ago they they released a notice that he would be okay uh he's getting through this uh you know his health complications at the moment he's in the hospital um and uh just two days ago as well uh the bulldogs were returned by some individual some female, they claim, with both, both animals, not just the one that had ran away and gotten away, oh, but boy. both of the dogs. Okay, she got paid her $500,000, uh, no questions asked, apparently. What do you think about that, Luke? I, I don't know where I to go. I smell a criminal conspiracy at hand here. Uh, she just happened to have both bulldogs? Both. I could understand one, okay? Half a million dollars. That is a pretty penny. It is. It is. And no questions asked about it. I wonder if the... If the and if, a man was shot for these two yeah, dogs as well. Could you imagine, like, dogs? Like, a man's life is worth less than a dog. Like, they shot a guy to get two dogs. Two I don't dogs. understand why he... Uh, why these criminals two apparently jumped out of a car shot him from less than like 10 feet of range it looked like on the ring camera video and um you know could only snag one dog and then the man was already falling you know what was the point of shooting him you know there's two of you there's two dogs you just use the threat of a gun right that's what i uh, that's what i'm thinking right you just pull over threaten him 
you just didn't need to hurt him. And even if he put up a fight, I don't think you needed to shoot him at the lack not, there of any range. He okay, not, he would not put up a fight. I mean, nobody was going to risk their life for a dog. Um, okay, I'm, let, me, let me apologize. Of course, there are some dogs that are really. I mean, you form a close bond with a dog, but of course, it's, of course. it's not even his dog. First of all, and nobody's going to die to protect a dog. Well, my issue, I, I would. It's respectable. It's completely fine if he did put up a fight for the dog. But I, I no, but can't if, respect that there was God, a lack of concern for the human as well. I can't respect that aspect. From the media, from the artist, from any of the mentions in the news, it just looked like uh, the dogs and whatever Lady Gaga was saying was more relevant than this man's life. And that's yeah. something I can't I can't get behind. No, no, you're right, because I didn't see too many mentions in the news about... I just saw the dog walker was shot, that's it. Like, I didn't see that, oh, he was actually in critical condition. Yeah. I mean, I might not have been reading closely enough. At least the headlines didn't say anything about, or the ones that I saw didn't say anything about that. Yeah. yeah. ABC 7 LA. But whoever planned this, favorite. I mean, they might have, they had to have been targeting them specifically. If they came with a gun at like the exact look, or they had, they had been following the guy. Yeah. Just walking the dogs around the neighborhood. And they knew that. They, they knew the neighborhood. They, they knew that, the dogs. They knew that Lady Gaga would offer a reward. Exactly. They sent out whoever it was who claimed the reward. Smells fishy to me. It does smell fishy. Did did they explain how the woman explained they, it? They, I, nope, nope. I didn't see it in the article. I didn't see if the article was updated. No um, questions asked, right? Th- there you go. There you go. They follow it. Follow up so with their Lady promise, Gaga right? probably gave a half a million dollars to somebody who shot her hand, her dog handler. We don't know that, and we're not going to speculate on that. Of I just, I just, I was just that, very worried for this that dog is walker. Very well, something that might have actually happened that she just paid a person who was involved in this criminal conspiracy. I mean, if they took, they took a, the one of the dogs, right? They got one of the dogs. The other one ran away, supposedly. And the lady produced both of them. That's what I don't understand, because they claim that both were returned by one individual. Okay, that's that just straight up. That cannot happen. Like, there's no way. Unless ABC 7 LA. Unless this woman was, like, one of their neighbors or one of their relatives. You know, I can understand that a neighbor finds one dog that ran right. down the street, blah, right. blah, blah, right. whatever. But then producing the second animal is uh, a little concerning to me, because... It claimed in the video, as well as in the article, that the the burglars were able to snag one and get it into the car. So I, I don't understand how this production of both... Maybe they let the animal go and they got further... Who knows what was going on? Who knows something, what this is all about? Something's fishy here, bro. Um, I'm just fishy. glad to hear that the dog walker will be okay. Yeah. You know, that's... Jeez, and the dogs were reunited with their own. A couple owner. of lousy dogs? Jeez. Man's best friend. Huh? Man's best friend. Man's best friend. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. I love dogs. But, man, that is wild. Shooting a guy over just to get a couple of dogs. You could have just you could have just menaced him with a gun. You know, you didn't have to sh- shoot the guy. You're right, man. With the lack thereof any range as well. Speaking about our... Worrisome. Referring back to our obsession with violence. Violence. Country, mm. The prevalence of guns in this country. Criminal activity. Everybody's obsessed with having a gun. It's terrible. It's terrible. We have way too many guns. We have more guns in the country than we have people. No, that's actually that's actually not true. We have what, like two hundred and fifty million guns floating around the country. We have three hundred and sixty million people. We have almost enough for the whole country to have a gun. Well, it's kind of like the car situation. Like, there's more cars in the world than there are people sometimes, or more cars in certain areas than there are people. What's that last? Those that? type of 
density uh, statistics. Oh boy, let's let's look up let's look this up because I'm actually interested to know how many guns are in America. First thing that pops up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's 393 million guns. And how many people are there? We have 360, 365 million. Uh, okay, most gun owners, 66%, have more than one gun. So 66% of gun, that honestly does sound accurate because I know a few people, oh, wait, I, knew, our, I know a few friends our population three that years, have more than one. Three years ago, it was 326 million. So we have far more guns in circulation than people. We have almost 70 more million guns than people. Yep. That's enough guns, so literally for everybody and then some. And then a little extra. <laughs> Yeah. That is absurd. But we don't have enough food for people. We have guns, but we can't feed our country. That's yeah. That is a tragedy. That's that's really how it is. And speaking of feeding our country, I'm looking watching a good documentary on Netflix. By the way, you should you should watch it. You always tell me this kind of thing, and I'm waiting for the links. <laughs> waiting for the names. Waiting for the links. I'll send you. I'll send you the name. Put it in right your to do list. It's Put called, it in the to do list. It's called Ken Burns, uh, College Behind Bars, and it. And it tells a story of the Bard College Prison Initiative, um, which is one of the largest prison education programs in the country. They have partnerships with like seven or eight different correctional institutes across the state of New York. And this one in particular uh, actually grants bachelor degrees. Okay. Associates and bachelor degrees from Bard College. And it tracks the stories of some of the students who go through the program and just listen to their listen to their stories is just heartrending. I mean a lot of these a lot of these inmates, most of them come up from very, very tough backgrounds. Yeah. Um you know, uh one of the students he was he was shooting shooting at a, some other guy in self defense. He got caught in the open like in a drive by shooting. A stray bullet accidentally hit one of his neighbors, a late a kind lady. And he got sent sent away for like twenty years, I think. Um, that was a tragic incident, you know, like these like these communities that don't have any financial investment, right? Yeah. Uh, that become breeding grounds for violence and drug use because our country has neglected them, and then we slap on top of this neglect. We slap on excessive prison sentences on them when they commit when they commit uh, offenses that more than likely they're going to commit anyway because the, the, of the tough environments that they're gr- growing up in. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really tragic story, and this prison education initiative is so hard, you know so encouraging to see because there are more of these popping up across the country mm-hmm. as more colleges have started offering it. Actually. My school, I don't know, does Merced have that sort of program? Um, Wesleyan did offer, Wesleyan, we had three correction institutes that we were working with, and we actually did offer bachelor degrees in, like, liberal arts uh, to the students who completed them. There were students in the program that I knew who had been taking classes from our school for, like, seven or eight years. Like, they they had enough credits for two bachelor degrees. Wow. Like that's somebody they had more education than I, 
than the we did. They were very dedicated. <laughs> yeah, because some of them were wow. served, some of them, because a lot of these, most of these programs admit students irrespective of their of their of their crime of the of the length of their uh, of their conviction or uh, the length of their sentence rather the nature of their conviction so the, some of the students in our program were actually there for consecutive life sentences right there's mm-hmm. n- no possibility of them no possibility of parole and so they have been they just been taking every possible class that they've had like it keeps them busy it keeps them sane gotcha gotcha yeah Definitely. The thought, the mere thought of waking up every morning knowing that you will never be free, man, that's enough to drive any man crazy. Definitely. Just can't imagine that kind of feeling. Yeah, like... That kind of lifestyle, that kind of... Right? Anticipation of of what? Of knowing that this is the same ceiling that you're going to be staring at when you're dying. That unless... The government of the United States falls apart, or there's some nuclear attack, anarchist outbreak, or yeah, unless law and order breaks down. Yep, there's no chance of you seeing freedom ever again. That yeah. one hits hard. Yeah, man, it's we have we have we have a lot of problems in our country for sure. The mass incarceration problem being one of the leading ones among them. It is wow. it is a strange oxymoron, you know, this the prevalence of prisons in this land of supposed freedom. Mm-hmm. Right? We have freedom, right? We enjoy it. Uh, we've reaped the benefits of it. Now, there are some people whose freedom has been snatched away from them. And of course they committed some crimes. Sometimes they haven't. I was on this bus I was on the bus one time up in up in, up in uh, Sacramento and this lady sat down next to me. She told me the most unbelievable story. Like, I, like I, I couldn't believe that this lady sat down next to me. She she looked like she she was some she was a white lady in her in probably in her fifties or sixties, and she said she told me that just three months earlier she had been released from prison after be, after after serving uh, twelve years, twelve or thirteen years for a murder that she did not commit, mm-hmm. simply because she was. In the vicinity mm-hmm. of another murder that, that took place, yep. and then that she reported this crime to the police, and they thought that she was an accomplice, mm-hmm. and they charged her with the murder. Imagine that. Yeah. And hold up, there was she. She also said that that the only reason she got out was because her daughter, who was really young at the time, she grew up. And she tried to find, um, she eventually found the, the person who actually committed the murder. She found them and she brought the true culprit to the authorities and was able to secure her mother's release. What, only- a, what a con- wrong place, wrong time. That's, that's literally the definition of wrong place, wrong time. Right. Think about that. Yeah. Trying to do the right thing and it comes back to bite you. Yeah. And you wonder why people are silent. And you wonder why people just don't associate with, with uh, law and order. And you wonder why, you know, is there really, you know, that kind of fear is, is not, it's, it's not a joke. Yeah. It's not a fantasy. It's not a fugazi. It's, it's real. Fugazi, fugazi. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's real. Like this kind yeah. of fear and these types of situations are so real. 
Yeah. Imagine that. It's so, it was so, so, I mean, I was, I was, I was actually, I actually cried when I was listening to her, man. That was such a sad story. I mean, it was, it was, it was heartwarming to hear that her daughter, like she made it her mission. Like she knew her mom didn't commit the murder. That's so she grew up, she spent her, wow. she spent her, the, the entirety of her, you know, of her adolescent and, and early adulthood years and her twenties searching for the person who actually committed the murder. And she finally found her. It was a woman too. Imagine that. People not doing their job correctly. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's... That happens all too often. It does, it does. You know, we, we hear those stories on the news, of course. Um, not not very often, but this type of situation just can't happen. You just can't have that happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild, man. It really is... Um, yeah, it just happened. It's happened too often too. It's like not an isolated incident either. Yeah. Um, Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. For sure. For sure. Oh my gosh! I just realized I. I you mean, left the I left refrigerator that, I running. Left that, no, no, I left that in a critical detail in this in the story. It was actually. Um, oh, there was um, so the person who actually committed the murder. was okay sorry i was i i just realized i, I made a mistake while telling the story i was combining two different stories um in the beginning oh, no. actually no no but it was she was actually um she she was walking outside but she was in a different part of the town um the murder was actually committed by a woman who looked physically identical to her okay and because a witness saw her and described her, that woman, mm-hmm. and because she resembled this woman so closely, mm-hmm. the authorities found her. Gotcha. And because she was walking out in the general Again, scene. wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Exactly the so, yeah. same concept. Sorry. Um, wow. No, yeah. The, the, the part about the reporting, that was from a different, that was from a different, oh my God. Just, I've, I've just spoken to a, bu- a bunch of people who. Too many things going up there. Too much gazy yeah. for guys up there. <laughs> too much, too many stories. But yeah. this woman, yeah, this story in particular was, was baffling to me because the woman who ended up committing the murder looked physically identical to the, uh, to the, to the woman who was innocent. And, and. When the daughter of the innocent woman gave her mom a photo of this woman, she she said that it was like looking at a picture of herself. Yeah. She looked. Yeah. She said it was like an evil twin. Wow. Walking around committing crimes, looks like you. Um. Imagine. Haven't you heard about that that the phenomenon do- where the there's at least seven. No, it's it's, it's it is. It's like that are almost seven. 90, 95 or more percent completely resemble no, your like ninety nine percent resemble. But you. there's seven. Yeah, of six you. or se- like probably six or seven, and replicas like, of there. There might be different like different races, but their their facial structure is like identical to you. Like if a computer read it, they would think the symmetry, everything yeah. about the placement of your. Your face, your nostrils, yeah. the way your your yeah. eyes look like this, the way your like, it's not your gonna eyelids be, it's close not gonna half. Be an, it's or... not going to be an identical copy, 
but or your it, hair goes this might, way, it parts yeah, that way, or, or, or your wires are a little wider. My chin is like going this way, yeah. and blah but the, blah. But the symmetry, the proportions are going to be the same. Or they got my lazy eye. Or, <laughs> they all look the same, right? <laughs> Both lazy eyes for you. Hey, relax, <laughs> relax. Just kidding. Um, but no, the facial symmetry is yeah. going to be identical to seven, six or seven other people. It makes sense because. How much variety can you have in facial appearances, right? No, but the the concept of like, hey, like uh, my lip is slightly off or my nose is slightly crooked and having that resemblance seen in virtually seven other people, those exact characteristics. And you will likely never meet these people. That's the crazy part. But in this case, isn't that insane? In this woman's case, not only was the woman the same ethnicity and lived, she lived in the same neighborhood as this mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. And that's, that's I mean, crazy. That's how the daughter, that's the, how the daughter ended up finding the true culprit that she knew that this woman looked like her mom and she set out like just combing her communities. That's insane. And the surrounding communities for a woman who like resembled her mom. That's what's unbelievable. Like talking about having an evil twin, and they actually did a DNA test, and there was no, there was no genetic connection between, like, there was no family connection between them. But this woman looked identical to the innocent woman. That's crazy. Imagine if there was like another Ferris out there, you know, look like you, uh, just going around stealing things, killing people, committing <laughs> crimes. Another equally as ugly dumb mofo like myself <laughs> except for an another, evil twin an another, evil another twin. knight in shining armor <laughs> imagine that imagine that 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 would be wild again um, another scary phenomenon to consider yeah 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 i don't know how accurate all that is but i've definitely heard about that six or seven exact replicas with the same features yeah same characteristics I think we actually might have discussed this on one of our earlier episodes i don't know how you can have two different people the same exact appearance that doesn't baffle me as much, but the mannerisms, the characteristics, the things like the mannerisms that, are going to be different. Like they're not going to be slightly, but no, 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 the no, mannerisms no, no. in terms different. of like the lazy eye or the um. No, no. Oh, this I thought you were talking about like how you speak. Crooked characteristic talk. of like my lip having this crookedness or my nose going this way more You're so than the about other way. Physical characteristics. Though. Yes, but those kind of things seem very. Um, very specific and distinctive, right? Don't you think? But they're not. Apparently not. No, I mean, apparently it, not. It makes sense. You can only have so much variety within one species. Like, there's not an infinite number of, you know, faces. That's just that, baffling to me. The That's infinite the, number of faces that you can have. I don't know. You know? I don't know. It's baffling to me. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like with, uh, um, with South Korea, for instance, like with their plastic surgery epidemic, you know? Uh, there's only so many. Four versions of a beautiful face that you can have, right? That's okay. why a lot of them look the same. Like a lot of people who get plastic surgeries, they look very similar to each other, because there's only so many different variations of beautiful, or what you what they define as beauty, mm-hmm. that you can achieve, right? But yeah, man, it's it is a it is a it is a trip. All of this, all of this stuff, yeah. But having an ev- evil doppelganger running around. Yeah, that's. Thankfully, this for this woman, she had a really resilient and determined daughter. Yeah, who fought for her. That's your saving grace, right there. Yeah, man. I I don't know. The tragedy is that the daughter. I mean, she spent. She lost her entire childhood because of this. This evil and young adulthood. Yeah. On this, not only she she was robbed of her mother, and then she spent her entire 
youth searching for this for this true culprit that's just inspiring but also very depressing yeah yeah i don't i don't know but i'm glad that at least we live in a country where that's possible you know like you're not gonna get once you get thrown in jail like that's it like it's not we don't live in the sort of country where you're just forgotten although that's lord knows that happens sometimes it does more than enough more than more than it should but at least there's some possibility for change. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, what? I mean, a case at that point is very hard to 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 shift, right? Dude, it, I can't even imagine the amount of work this took. You know, even having the culprit proving them guilty and then saying, "Hey, she should be free. She's the actual yeah. culprit." Just putting all that together, proving it, yeah. bringing it to court, having this, you know, actually change something yeah her daughter became her own personal bounty hunter (laughs) went out and 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 searched out this woman this evil twin of hers what a series who had no blood connection to her at all crazy but looked identical crazy that's crazy man yeah but i guess on that note i mean let's let's finish on a positive note definitely definitely um you can you not think of one? <laughs> COVID cases are in an all time low. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're <laughs> we're 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 wrapping it up. College education and prison. Um, Again with the prison. College education. No, college education is a positive thing because prisoners have this opportunity to to obtain an education mm-hmm. and to re-enter with greater ease. Mm-hmm. Lord knows that they still have plenty of barriers that they still have to definitely that they still have to clear, but it's a little bit easier. Yeah, having that under your belt, yeah. having that now programs uh, like this should exist for education every prison, I believe. Yeah, um, but what do you think about what do you think about education for college education for everybody? Should you think it should be free? Free education. Yeah, free college education. Free college education for all? I don't see why not. Who would pay? How are we going to make it... How are we going to be progressive if everyone doesn't get an education, have an education? Or at least like a technical or college, right? I mean, offering uh, skills or this and that. Why should... uh, I don't want to say certain careers, but some things are more only manifest you can only manifest it really if you have some type of capital to go to this and that and this and that to grow your professional career. Maybe, uh, I feel like there shouldn't be those kind of, uh, constraints on individuals. I don't know about completely free. I don't know how that would all work. I don't have a a whole scheme of how things should go, but I know I don't either. (laughs) We all need education. We all need education. We all need it. So, our uh, our question to the audience: uh, Who would pay for this education? <laughs> who would pay for this free proposed yeah, education? Hopefully, for somebody all? somebody in the audience is an economist and can tell us out. <laughs> but with that, uh, we'll leave you, uh, uh, and uh, hopefully that that will stimulate some some creative thinking. Hopefully, and but, we are we are off at ten twenty four p.m. PST. Yes, sir. Well, everybody stay safe, stay warm, and have a good and blessed night. Have a good night.